This is the Fail Fast Podcast. Stories of entrepreneurs who looked at failure in the eyes and didn't give up. With your host, the online sales master, Quinn Amorum. Welcome to the show. Today, this is two for one. That's right. I have two guests today. Anne and Mark Lackey. They own and operate several businesses. They've coached and trained hundreds of investors all over the U.S. and Canada. And in 2015, they determined that they were working harder, not smarter. And so they embarked on one of their newest business adventures, HireSmartVAs.com. And we're going to jump right into it and talk about it. How's it going, Ann and Mark? It's great, Quinn. Thanks so much for having us today. We appreciate being with you and with your listeners. It's my pleasure. So tell us all about you. You are uh, your couple. We are. And you work together and you have several businesses. So you you get along well, of course. <laughs> we think so. Yeah. We do everything together. That's kind of an unusual thing in today's world, right? We crafted that concept when we got married 20-some years ago and decided we wanted to be together because we enjoy each other. So we eat, work, sleep, everything business-wise together in all of our businesses. That. It's absolutely fantastic. You know, it's every entrepreneur wants that to be able to have a partner that knows about the business and wants to talk about it. And and then on top of that, to get along together, that's just, you know, three for one. That's fantastic. We're very blessed. I get to work with my best friend every day. Um, We are similar in our drive and concepts of what we like, but we're also different enough in our business skill sets that we complement each other. So it's been a wonderful ride, and I wouldn't wouldn't ask for a better business partner. No other way. We divide the work up so that there's not a conflict. So we leave work every day and go home, and everything's fine, and we leave work at work as best we can. Very good. So until 2015, you guys were doing the opposite of what you're doing now. So you're working harder instead of smarter. Uh, What happened there? Well, we started in real estate investing outside of our corporate job. So we were working full time in corporate, had a a little bit of a wake up call, realized we needed to have our money working for us rather than us working for our money. So we started um, collecting rental homes. And then we got really good at that. And we had a friend that says, well, you're good at rental homes. Can you manage them for us? So we said, sure. So we started up a brokerage firm, started a property management business, got that up and going. And then um, we obviously help people with buying and selling real estate. We had a huge team of of agents. Of course, the crash came. (laughs) Everybody remembers the real estate bust. Um, And so We kind of rebranded ourselves, kind of rethought about what we were doing. And, um, you know, we said, okay, we we really like working with investors. We really like helping people increase their wealth. Um, And so we focus a lot in the property management business. And um, in 2014, we um, kind of had a a fail in that uh, one of our long-term staffers, decided to quit via text on our first vacation in seven years. And she was the front line answering our phones. Wow. Via <laughs> and so, text. Yeah. Yes, via text. And again, she'd been with us for four years. This was a very emotional thing. Literally, she left her keys on the desk, walked out the door, and we drove six hours back home. So 
very, very emotional event thinking, you know, what did we do? Why did it, why couldn't she wait until we were back? All of that kind of. She had some personal struggles, had nothing to do with us. Fortunately, we found out, Uh, you know, we didn't run her away, but you know, she really went out and just had a wake up moment and said, I just need to go take care of some things with the family. Um, but like I said, she was our front line. She was answering the calls from all of our prospects, our owners, you know, new business coming in and in property management, it's getting tenants into properties so that they're productive, you know, growing uh, rents for our owners. And so the, the staff didn't know what to do and we're scampering around once we got back, answering the phones ourselves and just, you know, things started falling apart from the point of view that we really couldn't put our focus on our business. So we had a wake up call there kind of like we did previously. We said, we need to change things. And so what we did is Mark and I are very tenacious people when we're very good problem solvers and we don't stop until we figure something out because it just it is, we're just tenacious. So we started going into um, mastermind events, talking with most of the sex, most successful business entrepreneurs that we knew, and started kind of coming up with this concept of full-time dedicated virtual assistants from a, as a global workforce. Now, remember, HP, Dell, those guys have been doing outsourcing for years. They had it figured out. They figured it out in the 80s and been mastering it. But for the small, small the business, no, it was it was a new kind of thing. The internet, the infrastructure, the technology has finally gotten to a point where it was more mainstream viability. And so we do what we always do, and we said, okay, this is a good idea, but what can go wrong with it? And we started just poking holes and poking holes and poking holes, and finally we said, okay, these are holes we can fix. These are things that we can do. So. Four years ago, we started our business, Hire Smart Virtual Assistants, Hire Smart VAs, and um, we were shocked by how easy it was to have somebody across the world do those repetitive tasks, those answering the same seven questions, and every business has them. I don't care what business you're in, there's always some type of repetitive question that you need to answer over and over and over again. And people don't necessarily want to go to your website to answer those questions. They want they to want talk somebody to somebody. Alive. And you know, we were back answering those. Our staff didn't like it. We didn't like it because it becomes the, the boring, mundane repetitiveness of it. You know, it just kind of drives you batty by the end of the day. And you know, we had had that somewhat of a turnover in our business for people doing that in our front end in our front end, answering the phone and sales. So it was real important when we discovered that we could do that around the world, not with somebody right here in our office, and they were happy to do it. They smiled on the phone every day and were just pleased to be able to pick the phone up and answer those same repetitive questions. It also reduced our office drama. So I'm sure probably most of your listeners have never had any of that water cooler talk where you're wasting like hours and hours on who was the bachelor's choice. But we we didn't have to deal with that because when they're on the other side of the world, there is no interruption, really. I mean, there's maybe messages back and forth, but none of the 15 to 20 minutes worth of three people talking about something. So we Um, solved our problem there. You know, you, you talk about fails. Our fails was staffing. We hired people that didn't want to do the work, and you know, in this case, the lady had some 
personal issues and just walked out. We found a way, a solution to that was to step out of the norm and go outside of the norm of hiring. So what ended up happening is our local people that were doing those jobs got elevated because they got to do the jobs that they were better at, the jobs that they found were more fun, the jobs they enjoyed. So they were working at a highest and best use. Yeah. And then we had somebody else doing those other repetitive jobs and it may, and we became happy again. It was really evident to our friends and our business cohorts and all around the country. We're at lunch one day and a couple of uh, business owners there, large business owners, much bigger than what we were operating, uh, said, well, y'all are happy again. What's different? Hmm. And Ann says, Teresa, Teresa's come into our lives. This happened to be our first virtual assistant. And I said, well, tell me about Teresa. And Ann said, better yet, here. And she Skyped her right there on the phone in this booth in this restaurant and said, hey, Teresa, a couple of people want to meet you and handed the phone over to our friends. They had a long conversation, gave the phone back to Ann and said, both of them almost in unison, I want a Teresa. Mm-hmm. And so, out of that was born a placement business service, filling the needs of our friends and cohorts and people of giving them what we had found. It was really interesting how we had come about that. And how did, at this time, when the first one left, the one that had the personal issues, how many properties properties were you managing at the time? I think we were at 170. Oh, wow. So that's that's no joke. <laughs> no. It was a it was a big deal. We had we had at one time it, we had had a staff of seven <laughs> managing that number. Now we have one employee and two virtual assistants, and then we don't work full time in that business. We we obviously oversee it as the business owner, mm-hmm. but we don't work in the day to day. So you know it, it's amazing from just even a cost standpoint. We we have figured that our clients, we save them about $26,000 a year plus on every placement we do. And you know what the money we saved when we put our person into work, we gave half of it to our employee and said, we're going to want more from you. And in this case, we want you to manage more doors. We call it in the property management business. And she says, I can do 225 to 250 if I don't have to answer the phones and the emails. And we said, okay, that's fine. So we bonused her half of that money. Through so performance. She, so performance. So she gets that now every year. And, you know, certainly we're business people. We kept half of it. And, um, you know, the money that was saved was a blessing to us. It's a blessing to her. We're now back up and we're at 225 doors again. And she handles it and doesn't work hard each day. There are some days that there's not a whole lot going on. Other days it's crazy, but you know how that business cycles. Yes. Yes. I, uh, I can only imagine. I, I had Max in my head and was my own properties was two. And <laughs> a- any time uh, there was problems, it would be on both at the same time. It was. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was, <laughs> our first month in the business, we actually bought four properties because we figured if one was vacant and we only had one, that means we had to cover 100% of the mortgage. The idea that four of them would be vacant all at the same time 
was, was odd, probably like not not real feasible, right? So we figured the cash flow from the others would, would kind of take yeah. care of it. But you're you're right, Murphy's Law, right? Whatever can get wrong can't, you know, typically does. Mm -hmm. Why you have to plan for it and, and make sure it's happening. But having virtual staff changed our lives from a lot of different perspectives. Again, reducing the office drama, reducing the turnover. Um, our virtual staff has a longer commitment rate. Uh, they can do anything with a computer and a phone. So, you know, all of those things make it super simple. And we help our clients through that process to make it even easier. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's been a huge blessing to us. And right now that business, the HireSmartVAs.com, uh, other people, like other business people, can use those services as well, right? Correct. So I'm a recruiter and a trainer. So I give all our clients what would normally take them in a normal hire probably 20 to 30 hours of their time by the time you do the job description, place the ads, do the screening, look at the thousand resumes, get it well down. We do less than three hours for our client. And that's really just the cultural fit, the three top candidates that I've selected for them um, that they get to choose. And then we put every selected candidate through a 40 hour intensive certification just to confirm that they're amazing before they ever get to our clients. So we have a, a, a very uh, positive 97% success rate in our placements, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Uh, but it's because we use a proven process that's repeatable every time. And again, that, that certification, I think, is really what makes us different from anybody else in the industry. Um, so that's that's uh, something I'm a little proud of. It is, and <laughs> Ann has placed hundreds of virtual assistants with her clients, and and they range from. We we have a chef, and it's interesting. People say, "How did a chef use a virtual assistant?" And you know, orders come in. People call in, and says, "I want her, you know, Chef L to cook at my house on Thursday of next week. I got a party of twelve, and here's any of the dietary requirements." So she books that order, gets with the chef, makes sure everything's set up gets the food order for the chef, places the order, makes sure it coordinates all of that to make sure it happens so the chef can do just what they do best, which is cook and mm -hmm. present the food. Um, and we have from that to, certainly we have property managers, people in the real estate community. And you know, our, our, our need to correct a problem has turned into a benefit for a lot of different individuals and a lot of different businesses. It's, it, it's, it's been very satisfying, it has. So can you let me know, for example, what would, in your own situation, what would your VAs be doing? Uh, would this be involving, let's say, smart features in the home? Uh, would they be monitoring that kind of stuff? Sure. Again, if it can be done with a computer and a phone, we can find a virtual professional for our clients. Um, most of what we do kind of falls into five categories. So it's going to be customer service. That's one of the areas that I think as a business owner, we have forgotten it's got us where we need to be, right? I mean, a lot of times we automate or we think about how can I not talk to the customer? You know, how do I how do I avoid yeah. that? Non-touch right. customer service, right? Versus high touch. And yes. I and I think that the world is getting tired of, you know, interfacing with bots and interfacing with um, you know, technology. Certainly there's a place for that. And I'm not saying that technology, we use technology to the fullest, but I also think that there's something to be said about, you know, having that human to human interaction. So customer service is a big part of what we offer and what we, um, what we 
re represents our client base. The next kind of piece is in that pre-sales. So obviously if you're, you're trying to sell your product or your service, there's a lot of those frequently asked questions that we talked about the seven questions in my business. Um, but they're in every business, right? You know, will your product do this? Or, you know, can, can you do that? Um, so that pre-sales, lead generation, setting appointments for sales staff, um, doing sales proposals, um, that's kind of, a, again, that pre-sales. Uh, sales support. Then, of course, there's the marketing piece. So that's the social media. That's the preparing graphical designs. That's probably the lowest component of what we do, but we certainly have that. Um, the next piece, of course, is um, accounting. You have all of the repetitive putting in the invoices, calling the payables, uh, making or calling the receivables, making sure you got insurance for the payables. You know, all of that. That kind of again repetitive type work for and um, for accounting and then of course there's um you know just general admin the things that you know executive admins we do a lot of those because every every entrepreneur needs a right hand they can count on somebody to do their scheduling handle those emails make sure um, that the, the flights are taken care of making sure that special dietary needs when they travel you know anything along those lines that, that admin, whether it be executive level or just basic, you know, doing repetitive type bids, you know, whatever it is. It's, and usually it's a combination of some of those things, but those are kind of the five categories that we really excel in um, that we're able to place. And again, it doesn't matter about the industry because I don't care. You know, a, sale, a good salesperson is a good salesperson is a good salesperson regardless of what industry. And the same thing with an admin is a, you know, is a good admin regardless of whether they're working in lumber or they're working in high tech. It doesn't really matter. We have one executive admin that works with a head of a very large business. And she found a need when she missed a great program that she was supposed to have gone to for her son in high school. He was a lead in the show they had, and she didn't pay enough attention and missed it. So she has an admin executive VA that now receives all the emails from the school with the schedules and the newsletters and everything, reads through all of those, finds the things that involve this person's son, highlights them, sends this to her. She only has to read the highlighted thing, puts it on her calendar. So that she will what? Remember to be at her son's play when he's got the lead in it. She didn't miss another event that he had. But it's, it's the simple things like that that make her life or any of our lives better to where we can be more fulfilled, we can feel better about what we're doing, and, and, and enjoy things. And it's been a joy to bring those types of things to the people that we work with. And how would I, for example, getting that kind of admin, and that is something that I actually always thought of, because, you know, when you see entrepreneurial movies, and you always have the, the famous, uh, the, like the top guy in the movie, and it has somebody that follows him that takes notes and reminders and books their calendar, and now we can do all of that remotely, how would I... Uh, going throughout my day because I get I'm really forgetful. Uh, I don't know if it's age or it's, uh, it's entrepreneurship. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. So how would I be in constant contact 
with my VA. Uh, I can be through Skype mm -hmm. or any any other. Yeah. Great question. So, so we always say, do what's natural for you. So if you love Skype, use Skype. If you love Google Hangouts, use Google Hangouts. Don't try to adapt to something that's not native to you. Mm -hmm. But there's so many options. That's where the nice tech comes in, right? But I always say, you know, don't do tech for tech's sake. Whatever you're comfortable with, just extend it and you can do it. I'm a Skype lover. So I love Skype. I'm on Skype all the time answering questions from VAs around the world and scheduling stuff and having conferences. And that's my thing. Um, but it wasn't always my thing. It was something I had to kind of go, okay, well, how, how does this work? Um, so for me, it works really well because I can show my screen. It's, you know, inexpensive. It could actually be free if you didn't want any of the extra bells and whistles. Um, and so that's how people can communicate, whatever their native methodology is. And, and Anne teaches her clients how to do that and how to have that work and interaction because and puts the uh, the VA the, the selection process is ten steps. It's very in, intense. Anne's really good. Delivers them three quality people. They choose one that the, they have the best synergy with, and then Anne trains that VA for forty hours how to work with that client. Anne trains the client how to work with the VA, turns them over, and then they work day to day. So Anne is involved with our VAs that work directly with us. The others are, they're working with their clients and, and you know, every now and then they'll pop in and say, hey, Ann, how are you doing or something? But on the day-to-day, -day, they work with you. In this case, you know, we would deliver somebody to you and on a Monday, um, they would have the skill set to start off working and helping you to get all those things in your mind that you forget mm -hmm. and help put those down and, get a better handle on things to help you out and be that, you know, like you say, on all those old shows, they had that person following them around that, you know, knew just as much about things as they did. They didn't make the decision, but they reminded the boss or whoever it was that, Oh, you've got, you need, you've got an appointment in 10 minutes. Be sure to be ready. Absolutely. So you said something that I really loved the fact that when somebody's looking for a VA or even a physical employee to be at the office, Everybody always looking to see what can that person do for me or how can that person answer or serve me. But you said something really important is you also train the person, like in my case, train me how to work with the VA because a lot of people think they know, but they have no clue. Is well, that that's right? absolutely true. So part of our service is an ongoing component where we have um, – you know, we'll have an issue that comes up with one of my clients and I'll use that kind of as the banter for the month. And so I'll do an office hours once a month and we'll dive down into what, you know, what was the issue and how did we fix it? So we just had one and one office of the hours is a webinar. All our clients come listen in and add to it. So, so this month, it just literally just happened was about, you know, how do you stay connected with your virtual assistant? Cause some people are afraid, like they're on the other side of the world. I don't see them. I was like, you need to treat them like you would any employee. You wouldn't go into your office and not say hi to the people in your in your office, would you? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Like, it would be rude to walk past them and just sit in your office. You would ask them, hi, how's it going? What'd you do this weekend? Whatever. It's the same human interaction. 
you would you would greet your VA via Skype or Google or whatever, and you say, "Good morning. How are you today? What's you know what's on on plate? Maybe you have a five minute huddle. Whatever you would do again naturally is what I recommend that you do. Um, but the the main point of this is we actually become that HR function as well. Any employee you have, I don't care how good you are. There, there are things that go wrong, miscommunications, right? We've been in partnership for a long time. Every once in a while, we have a disconnect, right, Mark? Yes, that happens. <laughs> so, so how do you get the relationship back on track? And sometimes you need a third party to help you with that, and that's what we become as well. So we become the HR function for our clients as well. For and that that's person. interesting because most entrepreneurs have a mindset of finding a problem and fixing it and building a business around that, either selling it, running the operation, then they start bringing people in. Well, you know something we didn't learn in school was how to hire people, how to evaluate people and bring them on board. And so what we have found, most entrepreneurs hire people because they like them. You know, they're, they're the third cousin twice removed or whatever, and they need a job or somebody's available around the corner that needed a job. You, hey, I've got a position and they hire them. And they hire them because they like them not because they're the best person to fit for the job. That's where Ann really helps and shines in that area. But, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're not always great managers. And, I mean, we, we solve problems, but not always the people problems. And uh, so that becoming that HR function is really powerful to help our people. And they'll call up sometimes just out of the blue, say, I'm having these kind of troubles. How do I handle this? What do I deal with this? Something's just come up. And Ann is here. So we don't disappear. You know, they, the, the people work one-on-one -on -one with their virtual assistant. The business manager does. But we don't disappear from the scene. We're still there to help. Well, and another thing is, you know, a lot of times, I don't care, again, staff, internal, external. Sometimes stuff's going on with your staff. Some things it's personal. Sometimes it's, well, one of the other things that we do is we reach out regularly to your staff, to your virtual professionals, and ask them questions like, Hey, how are you feeling about this? Sometimes we find out, well, I'm working overtime every night and I'm afraid to tell my boss because I'm afraid he thinks I can't get my work done, but he's overloading me with stuff. Well, that's a great conversation for me to have with you and say, hey, have you noticed? Have you done this? So we are, that's one of the reasons we're able to have such long-term retention as well because we're, we're being an advocate for both sides. And we're, we're sometimes if the if we feel like the virtual assistant needs help, we're gonna we're gonna give them that help. If it's that they just need an attitude adjustment, we're gonna adjust their attitude. <laughs> it's kind of you know, so it's a, a nice balance of what we are able to accomplish. And our our goal is to have lots of virtual assistants working for clients here in the U.S. so that we can change lives in the Philippines because we are changing lives there. That's that's where we source from. Um, and we're able to really give some relief to these business owners in a, in a format that they don't have to figure out on their own. And what's really neat is the Philippines have been the place where American, the big companies that in the 80s started outsourcing. So if you call Allstate, Dell, Home Depot, any of those companies about your phone or your bill or Chase or whatever it is, you're probably going to get a call center in the Philippines and they work our hours. So I know right now we're a couple hours difference from you, but if you needed somebody to work your hours, the folks in the Philippines are adjusted and used to doing that. 
They work our nights. Our we call it the what and the graveyard, graveyard shift. shift. It doesn't sound great, but but they're used to doing that. And the having that person available and having that person live and and actually working for you those regular hours that you have is so important. And and so we have client relationship and VA relationship managers here in the United States, which are available through American Business Hours, East to West Coast. And then on the other side of the world, we have a team in our other affiliate in the Philippines that deals with people in those other hours. So we really have 24-hour coverage of keeping an eye out for our clients and for the VAs. And it's a really unique situation that we've set up, and it's been very good in serving our clients. And is there every single VA, is, are they uh, full-time, part-time? How does it work? So we only do full-time, and the reason for that is, one, it's incredibly inexpensive. <laughs> um, and so the, the reality is we've found that part-time doesn't work as well uh, for either the, the business owner or the VA. VAs really need that full-time work. They need that commitment. They need to be focused on you, and if they have to split their time between you and someone else, that just gets fragmented. So we only they do need, full-time. They have full-time bills, just like we do, so they need a full-time job. And something unique that we actually offer them, too, besides being a full-time career, kind of like they would with an American call center there, we give them full hours where the call center may send them home if the calls have dropped off. But also, we provide a very high level of health care insurance available through an HMO program to all of our VAs at no cost to them and no cost to our clients. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Nobody else in our industry is doing that. So, you know, you got somebody comes on board and they leave your position there in your company for a few dollars more or a few cents more a week. You know, that, that's always been a concern of ours. Um, in the VA business, so we want them to stick. We offer them full-time jobs. We offer them careers. And it's hard for Americans to think answering the phone is a career, but over there it really is. And to get health care is almost unheard of over there. So they stick with our clients. They stay with them for long, long periods of time. I love it. I love that. And another thing that I really like is the fact that if I get a VA, because he or she is full-time, uh, he or she will only be working on, on my stuff. She won't That's be correct. working for 10 other businesses. Nope. And so you get the priority. You get to train them and teach them and mold them. Um, and, and again, the closer that knit is, the longer and better the relationship's going to be. Um, and we just felt like that that was, there are plenty of people that do project work. There's plenty of people that do, you know, part-time there are very few people that, that are committed to the full-time, dedicated. And, and that's really what I think makes us so unique. And successful. And successful. And are there often any communication problems since the, the language barrier? Actually, the Philippines speak English. That's not even a second language. That is a additional language in addition to their mother tongue. They're, te they're te taught and trained both. Matter of fact, a lot of them are English teachers, believe it or not, and teach English to the other Asian countries. So actually I hire and have recruited a ton of, you know, English teachers. As a they go off to all the other countries around the yeah. far, east, far right. Asia and area and teach English because they're so good at it. Um, America's had a big influence there and, and it shows and 
how the attitudes and the language and what they do. Very good. I actually, uh, you just taught me something I didn't know. It was that English is their their first language. And yeah, they teach both of them. Yeah, just just today, I was speaking with a lady from the Philippines that had been in Canada for two days, <laughs> and I was surprised. Like, how can you speak English? But I uh, so nicely, and I didn't ask. But that explains it. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them grow up speaking both, so it's not even like their second language. It literally is their kind of the way that they they talk. But they do have a mother tongue as well, um, so they they do have both. Of course. So basically, if you get a full time uh, admin, there's the prices are gonna the range is gonna be different depending on what it is that they have to do. Typically, most of our placements are, are $9 an hour. Um, there are a few, like if you get into the higher level accounting, it's going to go up. Um, really high level social media, you know, the, the higher level critical thinking skills, they're going to be more. But we can get an executive admin for $9 an hour that does an amazing job um, and takes good care of you. Okay. And as for different skills, can I go all the way from admin to coding to running an Amazon business? So we don't do coding. Okay. Really, remember, we're kind of in those five buckets, mostly around customer service and admin. Um, you know, again, most people don't need coding full time. So usually what I would say is if you need coding, that would be a great project-based type thing to outsource. Okay. Um, but things that you need repetitive. You're, think about your normal staff that you have customer service, admin, accounting, sales support, and uh, marketing. Those are the functions that kind of run through, and we can help in any of those. And again, most of those, unless you need a very specific skill, is going to be in that $9 an hour range. Accounting is the only one that I know consistently bumps up. Because of a higher skill set. Because of the higher skill set. But we've had people that have had, you've got an Amazon business, you get a new product, you've got to upload a photo, you've got to upload the details of the pricing you've got to upload the description something's come off the system you need to download it and we've got them that'll upload and put things into the to the web forms that are set up for that that uh, online business and removing them and keeping that up to date and keeping data up to date in our website and we use them for that on our website um but that's, not, that's all ad, admin yeah. or customer service yeah. so, it's, so it fits in nice nice so the average monthly would be like you said, it's in uh, nine hour nine dollars per hour for forty hour weeks. Is that it? Yeah. Correct. So it works out to fifteen hundred and sixty dollars a month. So the total cost per year is less than twenty thousand. You don't have to provide them space. Computer skills are there. They've got their own computers. Um, we provide them the healthcare. You don't have to pay any payroll taxes. There's no other costs on top of that. It's just a flat nine dollars. Not like a local employee where you got to have space, the technology for them. You pay payroll taxes, social security, maybe health care, um, all those other costs. And um, so, our clients, like Ann said, are saving tremendously. It depends on what your market is, but um, you know, uh, you can't find the high quality that we can produce uh, in a VA and provide to somebody for less than $20,000 a year. And of course we have a recruiting and training fee. That is in addition to the hourly rate. That's a one-time fee to get started. Just upfront. Um, so that's $2,495 for the placement. 
Um, and that includes all the tools, all of my work to go in and find you those three top candidates, and then that one-week certification class. So that's that's all inclusive of all of that. <laughs> and then the then the VA is guaranteed for six months. Yeah. On a six-month okay. contract. So. So you're saying there's uh, after the initial setup fee, you will not be taking any fees from the VA. So they will. Um, uh, those nine dollar an hour, they get a hundred percent of that. Of course not. <laughs> that goes through our affiliate in the Philippines, who then pays for the health care and all of their expenses, just right. like we would have had here. The expense of an employee, our affiliate in the Philippines covers all that. He's our staffing company. I mean, that, yeah, that has pro we have to have profit and overhead. Just although like any we other do business. pay more than twice the normal average for a person working in a call center. So we pay very attractive rates to the VAs mm -hmm. to make them want to stay, so. Nice, and for um, VAs that are already trained, and for example, call center, uh, like lead generation, all that stuff, that is one of the specialties, am I right? Yes, we can find, again, we can find any type of VA within those those parameters. So the process is really simple. So you pay the placement fee. Um, there's a one-page intake form where we ask the entrepreneur to come up with the top three tasks that they want help with. What would you think? I need somebody to help do, uh, find me some new lead, new opportunities there, um, input, um, new products into Amazon and do something else. So you just give us those top three things you need done and then we source the VA based on your needs. Yeah, so I go and recruit. I do the 10-point hiring process. I schedule a time with you for you to interview the three candidates. I work. I actually host those interviews, so I'm watching body language, helping you select, answering whatever questions you might have. At the end of that, that process, because we've done it hundreds and hundreds of times, we, you're able to make a decision at the end of that that you want Susie. Great. Then the next week, I work with Susie throughout the week. I make sure that they're as amazing as we think they are by putting them through our certif one-week certification class. And I give you all the tools of what you need to think about to get ready for Susie while I'm, while I'm working with Susie. If for some reason Susie doesn't work out, like I wouldn't work, I wouldn't hire her for that role in my business. During she, the certification? She's not coming to you. We're just saying, I'm so sorry, Susie didn't meet my, my level of expectations. We need to go find three more, and we will do that at no additional cost. So assuming Susie's awesome and she passes our certification class, Susie starts with you on Monday. I've given you all the tools and everything that you need to do that. You're, you've, you fund the hours to the staffing company. Um, again, it's going to be, we, we bill in four-week increments, so it's $14.40 every four weeks. So you'll, you'll fund that. I teach you how to do all that stuff, too, because international payments is so much fun. Um, and then, uh, you know, you're off to the races, and I'm here to support you. We're checking in, making sure you're happy, making sure your, your worker's happy, and, and just kind of all being kumbaya. It's really it's that simple. Um, at least that's how it feels to our clients. There's a lot of stuff that goes wrong in the background, <laughs> but that's uh, that's the process. I did. I meant to ask you about that. International payments and all that is something that it worries a lot of people, and they get scared about it. Yep. So what you offer is basically a turnkey solution. I don't have to worry about it. I just I'm just going to issue the check, and everything else is done. You just follow my lead. I will lead you down the path to easy stuff. I mean that's that's why we. 
we make it super simple as far as making sure that the background checks are there, you know, making sure that the payments are, are, are appropriately allocated, make sure you're protected because we're using a staffing company. You're not paying the VA directly. I think one of the biggest things that we're going to see come up in the next couple years because more and more people are saying, hey, I can hire globally because of everything we talked about, technology, et cetera. They're not realizing that, you know, if your IRS still thinks you're an employee, if you're paying them directly and you're telling them when to show up and you're giving them the tools and you're telling them what to do, right? IRS is going to get their money. But when you pay a staffing company, whether it be here in the U.S. or, or globally, they're not your employee because you have a buffer there. And that's why we set everything up the way we set it up so that our clients were protected, uh, that they, they never had to worry about the IRS come breathing down their necks because uh, we all love audits as business owners and entrepreneurs. They're always fun. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, again, everything that we do is with intention. Everything that we've done is proven, well thought out process. And again, um, Mark and I are pretty tenacious. So if there ever is a problem, which I think we've gotten through most of them now, yeah. after four years, I think we've kind of kind of broken through. But if there is something new, we will figure out how to fix it and make it better because that's what we're always doing, constant improvement, constantly trying to get um, a better outcome for our clients. I mean, we, we have, we do personality testing more than just, you know, is somebody a, in the disc, a high C, a high whatever. We go through and do the personality testing to a degree that we can, we have developed a program uh, to, to determine the high and low net level of possibility of success or failure. So we build these programs up based on all of our history of successes so that we're modeling to get the very best people. And there's nobody else in our industry that's doing that, unless you're a Fortune 500 company. You know, they, they build their uh, programs and algorithms and stuff to fit for them. We've built those to fit for you. And uh, so we really do work everything we can to be the highest producing level for our clients that we can be. Fantastic. So for for Sizing purposes, just so we have an idea of the size of the business, what kind of stats can you give us by uh, sales volume or number of transactions, number of employees? So we currently have 127 virtual assistants working for us now. Um, we have a 97% success rate, meaning that our clients went through, a con went through their contract period successfully with no uh, no issues once they were placed with a client. I have plenty of people that don't make it through my certification class. I don't count that because again, that they haven't wasted my clients' time. So therefore, uh, you know, I don't. That's kind of where we're counting it. About one percent of the candidates make it through to our clients. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I mean, yeah, we are very picky. Um, other stats is, you know, we, we, we run across all different kinds of industries. Mark mentioned our, some of our unusual ones. We have janitorial uh, contractors. contractors, a lot in real estate because that's kind of our thing, right? Janitorial service, um, online business, uh, answering a helpline. Coaching, we do a, a fair amount with coaches. For software support, coaching, you, you know, it, it crosses the gamut. So um, I don't know what other stats you're interested in, but you know we're we're still a relatively small company, but we are changing the world, and we're doing it one VA at a time. Amazing, amazing. So I want to just touch on something else that I know that between the two of you, you uh, you wrote 
six books. Yes. Three of them, three of them became bestsellers in a matter of only hours. So what? who is the writer or both of you are? Both of us are. Typically one of us will take the lead on the topic and the other person will proof it because you can't, it's hard to kind of proof your own work. Um, so we, Rent and Grow Rich was our very first book and it became a bestseller literally in hours. Um, and it was about how to start thinking about passive income through rental real estate. We try to be a little funny in there and kind of show like how I bought my first Beamer through rental real estate and how that all happened. So we kind of give some, some yeah. things. She wanted there. a Beamer, so I had to buy two rental homes so she could have a Beamer. So, um, so that was our very first one. Um, our next book is about this topic about how to how to hire global and you know global workforce and we we give the the difference between hiring locally and, and hiring globally and um, we wrote that book called multiply yourself and we're actually willing to give that to any of the listeners here today we have a special offer for um, for them uh, where they can get that book for free just by giving us their name and information compliments of you yeah so, so that's something we wanted to offer your listeners and say thank you for having us um, awesome. and so that was a bestseller within hours and then the, our third best-selling book was again in this topic but it's how to double your real estate business so because we were, we were obviously really kind of entrenched in, in virtual assistants and real estate, we had a lot of real estate friends that are like, well, how do I do this? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. So we, we actually, gave them a guidebook. so we gave them the guidebook of how to do it specifically as a real estate agent or broker. Um, and we've written some, some other words. One, our most recent book we wrote called Streamline Your Property Management Business. It's only available in print. We actually did not actually go the bestseller track. Once you get to be a bestseller three times, we're kind of like, eh, okay, let's yeah, just give people the information and content. It's, it's not on Amazon. It's not. And, um, you know, we hand it out. It's like a business card. Wow. So we hand that out a lot. And we're working on three others right now that we'll have finished in the next 12 to 15 months. One of them is how to work with your spouse because we get that question all the time, right? Everybody's fascinated that how do you live with somebody and work somebody and grow an empire of businesses working with the same person every day and sleep with them well at night, you know? So, so that's another book that's been in the works. Yeah, I was, that's fascinating. I was, I was sitting here and I was thinking that it's so amazing how they fit together <laughs> and like writing the books, running the businesses. All right, that's amazing. So one more question about the books. First one you said it was Rent and Grow Rich? Correct. Yes. Does that mean you're a fan of Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill? Of course Hill? we are. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. One of the best books ever written. Changed yes. our lives, for sure. Yes, it did change our lives. Yes, I have it on uh, audio uh, yes. in uh, in my iPhone, and I've heard it. Uh, well, I'm I'm on the third now, so... I don't do it as often as some people like Bob Proctor. He's heard it yeah. every single day of his life for the last 50 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but it's a lot I, of law of attraction. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's uh, Napoleon Hill has another one uh, that I just recently found out that is equally fantastic. And sometimes I, I think it's a little bit better. It's how to raise your own salary. Yes. For the longest time, I didn't read it because I thought, well, this relates to a nine-to-five job. How to, but it's not that. It's how to raise your own salary is not really a nine-to-five. So that one is uh, something I think it's amazing as well. 
I don't think I've read that one yet, but maybe I'll put it on my list. I've got a long reading list. As entrepreneurs, we're always learning and growing, right? And he has another one we read recently. It's Outwitting the, the Devil. Devil. That was actually a great one, too. I, I didn't hear about that one, though. No. I did not. He wrote it about 50, 60 years ago, and the family wouldn't let it be released because they were afraid. You'll have to hear the whole story. You need to get it. It's a, it's a simple read, but Outwitting the Devil. And um, Sharon Lecter, I think it was, did contributed they, uh, yeah, did on they, it. Uh, so it's really interesting. So. Amazing. So where can our listeners find out more about you, and where can they find you? Well, they can always go online at HireSmartVAs.com. Uh, in there, there is a bunch of great blog information. There is a way to book an appointment for some people that are super excited and think, you know, wow, this is something that I, Ian could really help me with. I want to find out I more. I want to find out more. You can, book you can book an appointment right there in the coziness of your own home right now. For those of you that are interested in the concept or interested in the book or learning more, again, we're giving away the, the book, Multiply Yourself, which is a, a great little kind of easy read. And you can go to HireSmartVAs.com slash podcast. So HireSmartVAs.com slash podcast. And uh, just, you know, tell, say get the book and, and off you go and, and it'll deliver to you. It shouldn't take you more than 40, 45 minutes to read it. We kept it super simple um, so that we could meet them, you know, reach out to the most people. And again, it it's, has nothing to do with real estate. It's really just kind of that employee versus global assistant and, and why it makes sense. Um, we need to probably update it. We haven't updated it in a while. So we've got some new figures probably to, to do. But um, again, it's a great read. It's as relevant today as it was then. So those are the two ways that we would recommend people get in touch with us. Okay. I'm going to have those on the show notes. It's HireSmartVAs.com. And the best-selling book that you guys can get absolutely for free is HireSmartVAs.com forward slash podcast. Correct. Yes. Okay. Anne and Mark, this was fantastic. I really appreciate uh, you giving me the time to be here and uh, giving all the knowledge to our listeners. So thank you very much. No, thank you, Quinn. We really appreciate the opportunity to serve people and, and serve your listeners. We hope that we can help them or hope that this podcast has given them some, some food for a thought. And, and we do appreciate it. to be day. with you today. Thank you. I, uh, I personally will... Uh, We'll have a look at it because, like I said, I always wanted that person to follow me around. And <laughs> since they are not going to follow me around, maybe they can be in my phone. <laughs> they can. They can. You can Skype them right there anytime you need. So, Very good. Thank you so much. And I, I, I can't wait for your book, uh, How to Work Together. I really want to read that one myself. So I, I cannot wait. Let me know when it's out, and I'll, I'll podcast about it. We okay, okay. I certainly will do that. We uh, we have a webinar that we did that we that kind of starts through this. So that's kind of was the first piece. But we'll we um, it's something that we get asked for a lot, and we're excited to do it. It's just priorities, lots of different stuff going on. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you so much again. All Thank right, you. Appreciate we appreciate it. Take care. We're gonna go ahead and sign off. Bye. Thanks for subscribing to FailFast Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and visit FailFastPodcast.com for show notes, Quinn's social media, or even to tell us your story.